Hello and welcome to the Hamsey Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are talking about email capture and how to get the email capture rates up for your e-commerce site. So without further ado, let's get started. Good morning, Ian. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not you, too bad. You, we had. You said you you felt a bit uh, under the weather. Well, I just uh, the post COVID blues. I mean, I keep talking to people who says, "Yeah, I didn't. I got COVID and didn't nothing happen to me." And I'm like bloody there with a hundred and two fever for four days, and afterwards still still sounding a bit like a Dalek. Um, well, well done to for all of you for yeah. getting over COVID without without noticing. Maybe I had it for all of you. <laughs> I was like, what, what do you mean you don't want to do a podcast? Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's only, you know, you get on with it. Exactly. Forced you. We have the audience. Forced you to do it. The audience awaits. And, um. I know. And it's an important, very important topic and discussion today. I was going to, yeah, we're going to do uh, data capture for emails. Data capture for emails. But, um, I was just going to say something to you. And I realised. Um, you know, you put on the website that you're, you're a page and it talk about your speaking. Yeah. Things. I was realized that my speaking fee is going to be way higher than yours. Like ridiculously higher. Do you know why? No. Because I don't want to do it. I don't want to go on stage uh, ever. So uh, you're probably, you're, it's, it'll be prize framing. People go, oh, Mark, he's the one. Yeah. He's the one we need. Yours will be like, you know, we can, we can get Ian. Mine will be but, like $100,000. He'll be like, yeah, $100,000. He's the one. Take it or leave it. He's the one. <laughs> he's the one you I'll want. Have pret- I'll have to pretend I'm you. <laughs> yeah, I you could. You'd have to wear high heels. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, no, not, not, that I'm, <laughs> not that I'm a transgressor. I mean, I mean, platform shoes, big shoes. You see... Mark's Mark thinks he's a giant because he's five foot nine. Five foot ten, thank you, you know, very much. And, oh well, really? Yeah, I'm five foot seven, oh. so I know it's pretty short. It, and then people will be horrified. I know that the Hamilton brothers are so short. No, is that why you've got really big hair to kind of make you look a bit taller? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes a massive difference. It does on the photos. You've got like an afro, which is. Um, yeah, Your hair does need a cut. Yeah. Does need a cut. Um, anyway, oh, I digress. Anyway, come on. Get on with it. <clears throat> How to grow your email. How do you grow your email capture? So let's talk about why why it's important. And I, I, think, I think really it came down to um, the realization when we launched that new new e-commerce site, the most recent one we launched, was how important email capture was for us in order to keep growing on the pay-per-click. Because we actually we actually launched for about six months without email. We thought, oh, we haven't got many emails. Let's not bother, blah, 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 blah. Emails are for existing customers. But we now see that the email massively increases our recruitment ROAS if we capture emails in the right way. Because... Um, we could just see it on the drop by drop report. You know, it's probably the first business that we've really, really driven it from the drop by drop report. If you don't know what the drop by drop report is, 
you've obviously not been listening to our podcasts enough, but I'm sure we've figured it. Basically, the drop by drop report is how much we spent today and how many new customers we got today. And so Ian's responsible for the emails in that business. And when, and I'm responsible for the pay-per-click. And when Ian sent an email, I'll see my recruitment ROAS massively increase, which then will massively allow me to spend more on, on pay-per-click. And we have a, a data capture rate on that site of around 10% of visitors, which um, is kind of like our gold standard. It usually goes between 9, 10, 11, depending on, on where we are. Yeah. And that, which is punchy. It is punchy. Which is good. Yeah, and it, it, it is really the secret weapon of that site. That is the secret weapon yeah. of, of that site. If there's anything, if there's anything we're doing, um, it, it's got a very high data capture rate, and that makes a massive difference to us over time. And it's and, it, and it's it plays into two two concepts that we said there. It plays in the drop by drop report, which is essentially simply saying how much have I spent and how many new customers have I had back. Mm. And it and when you do when you do that report, it doesn't care where they come from. It doesn't care, you know, whether or not it's come from email. Or direct, and and it's very it's particularly relevant for email because how how do people get on your email database? It comes from some traffic. They don't just magically arrive mm. there. And so, um, what what happens is, is that when we look at the average ROAS for a new customer recruitment, you know, for the week, the difference is startling, isn't it? So if let's say we do a weekend offer mm. to all the prospect emails. Um, you know, we might take ROAS up to like five or six during that weekend. And in the week, you know, we'll be hovering around maybe two and a half, three. Mm. But but when you, when we when we combine it with the email that we're sending, then the average goes up to about four. So, you know, it's all just one big pot for us. So we don't care. So, yeah, that, it, 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 we, we already knew it was very powerful, but I think it's 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 definitely... A secret, a secret weapon there, isn't it? And I think um, it comes down to the fact that imagine you're, imagine you've got a physical store, you know, your your e-commerce business is a physical shop, and you've got people coming in the shop, and you and they're browsing around, um, you know, they're not they're looking, which of course is what's happening with your e-commerce business now. You've got customers are coming in, they're browsing around. Let's say the average conversion rate is like, let's say, 3% for an e-commerce business. Um, it obviously depends on loads of things. Let's just, let's just say 3%. You've got 97% of people who are coming in your shop not buying. Now, that's mm. quite a lot. And so you kind of think, well, how do, I, how, do I, how do I get more of the almost buyers? How do I get, you know, if I've got a conversion rate of 3%, how do I get more people to buy and email tends to be the biggest weapon in that new customer acquisition because the main reason people don't buy is not because you know there's some massive anxiety there or you know or the um you know or they, or they can't find the product the main reason they buy, they don't buy because they're just not sure whether or not they they should and they're looking, they're browsing, they're having looking at loads of different people. And now there's there's loads of caveats to what I've just said. But the idea is if you if you can get more email addresses of people that are browsing around your store, um, which you can then use to remarket to, it's it's essentially free money. So when Mark and I say we want ten percent of all new users, 
So it's quite pointed. So if you've got a conversion rate of like 3%, we want another 7% of, of, uh, of emails of, of compared to the users. So which so it means that we've got a much bigger audience to go and target and play with. Mm, mm. You know, so the question is, is is like, well, how? Like it's obvious, and the reason the reason why it's so powerful is because of all the technology that's improved. So in the email pro platforms now, mm. with all the behavioural based automated emails, so you know, based on you know, what the what product they looked at, what they added to basket, all the campaign flow, the welcome flows. You know, so you're putting you're putting these customers into like a warm holding pen when they're just not quite ready to buy. You're, you're getting their email address and you're building this audience around you. You're putting them into this holding pen and you're using the emails to flush them out. You know, if that if mm. that makes sense. I've got yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's just, I've got an I've got well, a metaphor that's come to me. If you're ready for one of my metaphors, I don't know how complicated it's going to be, but this is this is how I see paid traffic. So imagine a imagine a sponge cake like a, a sponge cake and you cut it open and it's like a, a rainbow cake and each each layer is a different color. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I can. Yeah. And um, when you buy traffic, you buy all those layers. You're buying all those colors. Whether you like it or not, you're buying all those colors. If you're just converting people when they those people that just land on the product page and, and, and buy, that might be you converting the red and the orange. But there might be, well, there is, there's the green people that will only convert by email. There's the uh, purple people that will only convert by telephone. There's, you know, there's all the different layers of people who will convert in slightly different ways. And so if you're only converting a couple of the colors of the cake, you're effectively paying for those other visitors that you're not getting the business from. And if you're competing against someone else who's, you know, got good telephone orders and good um, email capture and, and, and doing the conversion rate on the site and, and following up with people, you're going to lose because they're, they're, making, they're making more out of the same traffic. It's a bit like fishing. When you put the net in, you're going to get other things you catch. And if you can't make money from those other things you catch and other people can, they're going to be a lot, more, a lot more efficient than you. So it's very important for you to monitor um, email capture particularly in, in the case of paid traffic, because if you're not converting those people or not, or not capturing them in the highest uh, possible way that and someone else is, you're effectively dragging a chain behind you, a ball and chain behind you, and the customer has got a rocket. I mean, your competitor's got well, a it's rocket. Like, it's, like, it's like having a super slick salesperson who's, who's following up all of the leads that come in the shop. Mm. you know and it's happening automatically and um you know it's a bit like i mean obviously we all understand that you know remarketing retargeting on google and facebook like obviously everybody understands that and it's you know you fo you focus on the people who've been into your store mm. and you you follow <laughs> follow them on on facebook it's the same as that mm. except it's a fraction of the price it's so cheap to do it via email compared to um you know the other paid channels mm. you know it's it, it's like it's it's absolutely negligible um to get their email address and then put those into the automated campaigns and and, and it's re it's 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 powerful for all e-com businesses but it's more powerful when the buying window is a little bit larger 
so so the length of time it takes people to make the decision. So working with a, a, a client who's on one of the deep dive boardroom programs and they're selling furniture and it's like sofas and it's you know big big kind of furniture items like big dining you know dining table and chairs mm. like it takes so long it's like 40 days from on average when people start the journey of having a look at a sofa online mm. um and then making the decision to buy so you know you think they're going to arrive on your site you know and then buy straight away like no they're not it's going to take a long time and if your only mechanism is to do remarketing via Google and and Meta, you know, Jesus, it's gonna it's gonna cost you a lot a lot of money, mm. and it's very generic. It's not it, it's not it's not as personal. It's not you're not starting a conversation with them, and that's where email can bridge that gap between where the customer is and ultimately the sale. And it's this like this sort of like you know, warm holding pen. That, um, that brings us to the, you know, how you capture an email and what you would do in certain certain aspects because most yeah. people, and I hate it, and I don't think we should, I think we should, like, I, we try not to have any of our people who work with us or any of our sites do the, the kind of get 10% off your first order, which is, you know, anything that's been done, overdone, becomes blind to the customer. If you see it, oh, so many times, it doesn't, this doesn't stand out. So effectively, the worst case scenario with the 10% off your first order, all that's going to happen is people are going to wait till they decide that they want to order something. They're going to refresh the site, give the email address to get the 10% off, and then just get 10% off to buy. Like, yeah. Do you know what that's like, right? Do you know what it's like, the 10% off thing? Mm. It's like being in a physical shop, um, deciding exactly <clears throat> what you want to buy, going over to the till, um, handing you your credit card over, you know, to about you're about to swipe your credit card on the touch thing, and the shop assistant says, "Oh, hang on, do you want ten percent off?" Yeah. You go, "Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll have ten yeah. percent off." It reminds me about like the so, um, affiliates, like coupon using coupon sites for affiliate schemes. It's like it's like even yeah. worse. You go to the till, you're about to buy, and you say, "I'm just going to end outside the front door and go to one of those people and get uh, get a ten percent off coupon, and then come in, and then then that person outside the door gets paid commission as well for the sale." It's just like. So yeah, dumb, dumb. it's exactly the same. But it's like if you look at the data, you look at the stats, you go, oh, great, you know, our, our 10% off coupon, you know, mm. be doing really well. Like, of course, it's going to do well. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it isn't actually driving any incremental revenue whatsoever. Because it, A, it's a pretty poor offer. Mm. Um, and b, it, because 10% is just so mute, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, and it only works when they're absolutely ready to buy. So you, you've got to go where the buyer is and I think, um, it's very important this one. So people may or may not know about the six, the, our Hammersley Brothers six dominoes of e-commerce, which is which is the flow that we take people through, which is the, you know, d demonstrating, you know, right at the end, the last domino. Well, I won't go through them all because it's a massive topic. But the last domino is the offer architecture. So, but you know, they're not interested in an offer offer until they've. Um, we've, they've dem we've demonstrated trust and credibility. They're not interested in trust and credibility until we've solved their anxiety. So you know, then, and there's like there's like a whole process you have to follow. So you know, if if somebody comes on for that sofa, are they going to be interested in the ten percent off their order to get their email? Probably not, because they're nowhere near. Like they haven't even found a sofa that they like yet. They don't even know whether or not they're going to even bother to try and find a sofa they like. 
So you've got to you've got to go much further back to where the psychology of it is. And to be honest, where however we get the email in the e-commerce site, it doesn't actually matter too much. And that's that's the biggest tip there. Is it doesn't matter how we get the email because because they're on our website, they they're pretty much qualified. So you know so what we're saying is. You know, if you were going to go off and do a Facebook competition or on a competition website, that would be probably a disaster because the quality of the email would be absolutely crap. But if somebody's physically in your store, like you imagine again you had a physical store and somebody came in, you got their email address then, when they're browsing, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very, very powerful. It reminds me of um, when we're working with a, a client on the Level 2 program, which was, which was the America's Best Dressed Man. And he's selling suits for like five thousand mm. dollars, and it's like you're not going to go and rock up to this website and immediately spend five thousand dollars on a suit. So, because so, so he, he one of his data capture mechanisms was I think it was like a fifty fifty dollar off or no his 5%, was a swatch. I think it was five percent swatch. Was it swatch? Yeah, it was like get a get, get a swatch. swatch, and it's like it was too early, isn't it? It's like I don't know whether I want you to buy yeah. make me a suit yet. Swatch is very transactional. Yeah. It's like. If I'm going to go to the hassle of getting some swatches sent to me, then I'm pretty convinced that you're going to you're going to make me a suit. Yeah, you know, it's too. So there was a step before, mm. which was in this case, we told him to go and write a book. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> and we said go and write a book about the the yeah the, I think it was like the nine the nine the nine secrets that I learned as America's best dressed man mm. about how to how to you know, how to dress how to dress impeccably something like that wasn't it? Mm. And it was a little book, little ebook. But it was it, it it came to where the customer was, to that that buying that buying window, you know. Yeah. And I think that's quite powerful. Now, having said that, you know, a monetary offer is a is a pretty interesting one, and you you should be split testing for any for any of the ecom brands that we work with. The first thing we do when we're talking about split tests is we split test the email data capture mm. and how many more we get, and it should never finish. No, it should never finish. And you also you don't need one. You, you know you can have many different types of mm. email capture in the same website, and the email capture does not. The hook for the email does not need to be the same hook for the offer. No, like it's independent. And that's a comp. That's something that people miss, like don't hear. And I've said it loads of times, and I've even said it, even said it internally to a couple of people that work really closely with who are really, really good at email marketing, like really good. Mm. And I and it took them a while to understand what I was saying, that the email capture hook does not need to be the same as the ultimate offer that flushes them out. Right. Like can be different. So give me an example of that. Like So um let's say we wanted to split test on a site and we might be saying, right, get uh, get fifty pounds off, right? We're doing a, you know, we're doing a, li- you know, limited mm. time exclusive deal. Fifty pounds off. Yeah. Well, basically, it's it, it. There's, you know, we would test. Like, we might test a monetary offer, giving you know cash off, or we might test a percentage. Yeah. Right. So that could be the newsletter hook that we, we're testing, and but it doesn't matter what that initial email hook was. Um, it's it's irrelevant in terms of what what offer we might use to flush them out in three four weeks time. Right. Yeah. You know, so it can be different. Yeah. And you can and the other thing you can do as well is, you know, you can you can 
you can find out what people nest, what people want. Now, in 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 furniture businesses, for example, or homeware interior, they want they want they come on the site and they want two things: they want newness and they want to know what's in the clearance. They always go there, go to the new categories, and they and they want to see what's in the outlet or sale room. And so you know you can you can do email capture in there. Mm. You know, so if they want to go into clearance, they don't necessarily buy anything because they all want to go and see what's in it. So you can do an email gate there. You can say, hey, be the first to know. We, you know, you've got to sign up to our, you know, our exclusive clearance uh, newsletter, and we hold the best stuff back for those guys. You've got to sign up. Like, there's no offer there. Yeah. In the email, it works very but well. You're getting the email it works very well, particularly if you've yeah. got a very high traffic clearance section, but with very low sales. So what all yeah. people are doing is they're going to check the clearance just be, just to see what you've got, and then but not never really yeah. buying much. And um, and you can do it so that you know you can be sophisticated. You can let if you've got the email address, you let them through. Yeah. You know, and it you know that that you know so you you're only you're only doing it for new. But it's like things like that. You know, you can dramatically and aggressively grow your email database. Yeah. Very quickly, and. You know, that means two things. Number one, you're going to have a load more emails of your prospects to actually help with the initial mm. sale because you're going to do all your abandonment campaigns, all your behavioral stuff. You know, you're going to, you're going to, you, we're not going to talk too much about flows today, but, you know, you should have something to flush out the almost buyers within that. The mm. so number one, number one reason is it massively helps the new customer recruitment at that time. The second thing is that, because of this, they signed up to a newsletter. So when we come into our bigger sale periods, let's say we're going to go into spring summer sale, or we're going to go into a, you know Black Friday, you know we're now sat on two hundred and fifty thousand emails that we can do our massive sale campaigns to, mm. rather than a hundred thousand for no extra effort. You're sending the emails anyway. You're doing the creative. You're doing all your campaigns, but we're sending them to two hundred and fifty thousand, not. 80,000 because we've, because we've massively increased our data capture. So, you know, if you've got the goal we said before was if you've got, let's say you had 100,000 new users coming onto your site in a month, we would want 10% of that. Mm. So your, your database will be growing by 10,000 yeah. every month. Mm. And I bet you people are nowhere near that. Nowhere near. No. And it's so, so important. It is, it is to be honest, one of our secret weapons. Yeah, and I remember, remember last, so much sense. When we, the first Black Friday that we launched, we launched in March earlier that year, and during Black Friday weekend, obviously, the conversion rate was really good, and um, we were increasing the traffic. And I think because of our data captures, our email list doubled just over those three or four days. Um, it was yeah. it was it was massive. I mean, it was it was it was small. The email list was small then. It was something like went something like fifteen thousand to like thirty thousand. But you know, it was significant. Um, and you know, if that ties in with your, you know, your drop by drop report and things are going well and you're increasing traffic, and at the same time you're also building a massive email list, it, it it's it's a no brainer. Um, mm. the, the other thing we kind of danced around a little bit was um, was 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 the, the how to capture an email and how that ties yeah. into the buyer the buying window so like you probably got the most extreme on, on on the left hand side which is like car parts for example so if someone wants a car part they want it now like okay. they just want it right like now a car battery, car battery. Yeah. they want it now and stuff 
you're not necessarily going to stick emails in front of email captures in front of those. You would go for the sale. You would make it so super simple to get the offer and you'd do it. Obviously, on the site somewhere, you would have some kind of data capture. But a lot of the time you're getting the sale and then you get the email address of the buyer. That's probably what you're going to do in that in that way. It, in 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 a in a, a buying cycle which is slightly longer. Let's take bedding because obviously we know bedding. Beddings are probably like a two 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 days is probably one to two days. You'd probably do both. You'd make it very easy to see the offer, but you'd also have a very strong data capture on it. Like if you see it on one of our demo sites um, that we run, the um, it looks like you need to give your email address to get the offer, but actually if you close it down, you get the offer anyway. And we've done that because we need yeah. to get the sale. But a lot of people think that they need to give us their email address to get the offer, but we ought to apply it anyway. <clears throat> and that Which works is great. Well. We, kind of get the, we get the best of both worlds because we get the email. And we get the sale. Um, but we also get the conversion yeah. because the offer's already there. Yeah. And I, just going back to that car battery one, mm. you know, the, the, the strategy you know, for the car battery is, um, is obviously it's a distressed person need it now, but there's also, you know, there's opportunity to do, I mean, it reminds me of a business called Big Doug, mm. who sell who sold similar type of product. And they 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 did daily deals. Yeah. And you know they took they took an they took a you know a, a more of an emotional spontaneous type purchase. So even for the person that was buying a car battery, um, you know they would have other mega deals. So it might be like you know car polishing kits, and it might be like tools and you know. To, um, uh, storage boxes and things like that and they would do these really good mega deals that mm. you'd only got access to if you joined the data the email database and like they all sold out and they, they swapped it every day mm. and they grew, this this is how they grew the, their email database well you see the thing is you know, so you only the thing is i was just going to say that i'm not sure whether people know but we we built from scratch from zero revenue one of the biggest national car parts brands in the uk over a period of probably about 10 years that we built it and you know even though i said mm. the email capture wasn't as important for getting a car battery sale when we sent emails to our database it made a massive difference absolutely yeah. huge to to the business and so you know you take email away from that business and it doesn't really make sense if you think about it you think we're sending like a million emails to the to the list and you think well what's the chances that they're going to be in the position to buy something but they did they they reacted to yeah. an offer and, and they bought stuff yeah and i think i think the i think email channel it was so cheap and it still is compared to you know any other paid traffic mm. that it just the numbers were so massive and that you know that, that it just it just made it was like night and day mm. game changer wasn't it yeah you know, so it is and the other thing the other thing is like this you know the quizzes like yeah, you know, so you know, even the car batteries, you know, right, find the perfect battery for your car, and you go through the quiz, and obviously, you know, at the end of it, you know, you get you get the email. But what happened is that we would often, in that particular business, we we played a lot with pricing architecture, mm. so that we always had a very strong recruitment offer that we yeah. that we also tied into into the email because you know, even though we said. You know, oh, you know, don't give them, don't give them an offer necessarily when they're at the till about to buy. But what even, even I have to say, even if you do do that, you still get more out of the tank because there's a lot of people that don't ultimately go ahead and buy. Yeah. You know, there and then, because they, oh, I'll just check this, or I'll just go and have a look and see if we can get it cheaper, or mm. you know. So 
it is still very powerful because if you think about it, you know, the basket to order stat on average is about 40%. Yeah. So, you know, if people add something to the basket, about only 40% of them actually go ahead and place the order. So that's still a massive, massive area to try and go and get the emails for. And even when you go into the checkout, the checkout to order stat on average is about 80%. So, you know, there's still 20% drop off there. So even if people think, oh, I'm definitely going to buy it, you know, they often don't because obviously mm. life gets in the way. So you still get more out of the tank, even even in those yeah. distress. You you mentioned uh, you mentioned quizzes there. Quizzes work very well where you've got a purchase on an e-commerce site where there is some deliberation or some confusion or uh, something they need to decide. So you know, like for example, we did one with triathlete wets, wetsuits, and there was you know the biggest thing you see on triathlete wetsuits is what size to get because it's quite tight. They have to have a really tight suit. So all the questions are about that. So you know, having a sizing quiz on a triathlete wetsuit site will massively increase a the data capture because you can say look we'll send we'll send you your size to you so you can remember what it is and then also selecting what what product for them to ultimately get so if you've got a sale that you know like bedding's not that you know people know they've got a, a double bed or they've got a king size bed but if you're selling safes a home safe for example and they've never bought a home safe before then there's obviously a lot of mistakes that they could they could fall into. So, you know, having a quiz and saying, well, where's this going? Is this going to go in the fireplace? Is this going to go in the floor? And they go, it's going to go in the floor. And say, okay, well, how big's the hole? You know, um, are you looking to have something that is approved by a ins particular insurance company? You know, there's all those questions. And by the time they've answered those questions and they've given the, that information to you, they're going to trust you. And therefore, they're going to give you the, the email address. Whereas if you just had a pop-up and said, get the safe buyer guide da, da, da. it's like yeah i could just go and look at that online you know but if you if you actually have interacted with them and captured their trust then it would make a really big difference mm. and you know it's interesting take take safes right how many times how many times do you buy a safe as a normal person once right how many times do you buy yeah over what over a 50 lifetime. years yeah yeah well the idea is you don't so, swap your safe every day no safe so you it's a, it's a, it's you know, and so you know, it's quite a considered purchase, a very considered purchase. And so, from that perspective, you, you traditionally go, oh, well, well, why would I want to throw my email data away? It's not safe and never buy again. Mm. But actually, it's very, it's obviously very, very, very important um, to 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 help get the safe sale in the first place. Yeah, you know, to to actually help to help you, know, and also you can start the conversation. I mean, we 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 did. Um, really interesting stuff with an art gallery where we went into the went into these an online art gallery and the first thing i said to us is when 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 people come to the art gallery we always start a conversation with them as they, as they come in um yeah that's what we do you know we go and make a coffee give them a coffee and we always have a conversation with them and we and if they have you know we have a lunch they always we them to have lunch with us and when i was online they were like no conversation starting at all. It was it was really kind of pathetic, mm. and we flipped it on its head. And we 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 really made it. And actually, because people are very emotional about particular artists and follow the artists, there's loads of really nice ways of getting getting email addresses. Mm. And then we just started conversations. So the emails are essentially conversational starters. Mm. 
you know, and it's like it's not really a here's a massive HTML glitzy email. It was it was really just you know a conversation, a normal conversation from a normal person as if it had come from a normal email address. Yeah, and it's very clever and very subtle, but it made a big difference. So just going back to the you know the ways of capturing email, mm. you know the, the the typical first of all you've got to know well. Where, where is the customer at psychologically? How close are they to be making the decision? Yeah. You know, do I need to do more of the buyer's guide competition type emails or uh, data captures, or do I need to do more of a, they're further, they're, they're, you know, they want a deal. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're a bit further down the window. And test all of these, and you don't need to do one exclusive one. And what we've really got is we've got the bad, we've got the pop-up, which obviously people know about. Mm-hmm. My opinion is with a pop-up is people. Some people say, "Don't do it straight away. Do it after ten seconds." To be honest with you, I would do it straight away, and then you have the little teaser. That's something else people miss. Mm. Is that when the when the people close the pop-up down, you want the little teaser that stays so they can get the the pop-up back. Sometimes you people close down, you can't find the bloody offer again. Mm. That's ridiculous. So get the teaser going. Um, we often like to do something in the header as well. So we like to repeat the same thing on the header throughout everywhere. Um, and, and, and then obviously we do things within clearance. So you know, they're the main places. It's the pop-up with the teaser. It's the, it's the banner at the top. It's obviously the, you know, the normal newsletter capture areas at the, at the, you know, further down the footer. And then we like to do email walls into, into clearance category and things like that. Yeah, they're the main places that we do it. Let me really. tell you something that's really important for pop-ups to get, actually get the the email address. And this, if we remember one thing from this, don't podcast, tell me, don't tell me that you've got to have a, a woman looking at the call to action. No, it's not that. It's not that at all. Good. Basically, you you the same rules apply for sale as as a pop-up. So you want to be putting as much effort into getting the email address as you would get a sale. And one thing we say when we get a sale is give them a reason to buy today rather than tomorrow. It's exactly the same on the mm. email pop-up. If you have a get $25 off if you give us your email address and you've got no time-bound element on it, there's no reason for me to do that today rather than tomorrow. Whereas if you have a pop-up that you, you start to theme alongside the date. So like, you know, some of our demo sites that we, we, we teach people on, for example, there's always, uh, the pop-up is always time bound. So it would be the spring offer or the sum offer or something like that on the pop-up. Well, there's, 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 two, there's three, th- you, you're actually right, but there's three things, isn't there? There's the reason why we've got an offer. Yeah. You know, um, and there's the, the there's the time bound nature that's going to run out. Yeah. So you know, so it would be this. It would be the summer sale offer. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and it's very true. In fact, in fact, you're right. That's a massive, massive point of our whole process, isn't it? That mm. that we put we put just as much effort into getting the email address as we do ultimately yeah. getting the sale. Why should if sometimes we're much more likely to get the email address? Why should I give sale. you? We're never going to come on and buy. Yeah. My, why should I give you my email today rather than tomorrow? And if you, you've got to answer that question. If you've just got a 10% off your first order, someone's going to go, I'm not sure if I'm going to order yet. I'll come back next week and I'll put my email address in today. If you said to them, it's like, you know, get 10% off uh, for uh, Black Friday weekend, 
give us your email address here, lock it in, you're going to give me the email address. And you've got to have something that makes me realize that I need to do this now rather than tomorrow. And it's a three legged stool. It is. Absolutely. It's the same, you know, isn't it? It's the it's the time bound nature. There's it's the reason and it's the amplification. Yeah. You know, so there's those three things, isn't it? Yeah. But it's 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 definitely like in, if you just go back to that notion of of you've got a conversion rate of what three percent, ninety seven percent of people are coming onto your site and then just buggering off, like th those. It's the next two or three percent of people that we want to be focusing on. An email can often be that little you know little little gem that forces them, yeah, nudges them over the end. Because it's the it's the it's the thing that it's the thing that communicates them, and it's and it's like most e-commerce sales. Unfortunately, most e-commerce sales, or, or fortunately or unfortunately, they are they are things that we're selling stuff that people don't actually need. In most cases of consumerism, people don't actually need this stuff you're selling. You can make do with something else, with something they've already got, or an alternative. Mm. But they want your stuff, your sofa, your garden set. You know you, mm. you know you. You know your clothes, whatever it is. They 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 look for a rational reason to justify an emotional need. Yeah. Like and the and the and the way you communicate that, you know that rational reason to justify an emotional need. Ah, oh, you know, it's via email. It might be oh we're doing a twenty five percent off bank holiday weekend on all garden furniture sets, and it ends on Monday. Mm. So. Oh God, it was a deal. We might as well get it. It's and it's especially relevant now within the market. What's happening? But if you don't have the email, you can't communicate that message. Mm. So, you how the hell are you going to communicate with the the prospects who come onto your site in the last, you know, thirty, forty, sixty days? Mm. If you haven't got their email address, you can't. You it's like it's like trying to run with your you know your hand trying to grow with your hand behind tiny bit on your back. It's massive, massively important to do it. And you know, the most the most powerful time of a of a of a of a customer, the most biggest hint when a customer is is ready to buy is when first of all they've signed up to the newsletter in some way or another. Mm. And the second one is when they just bought. And that's when email comes into its own. So we can get people obviously they're just signed up to the newsletter, they're basically putting their hand up and saying Yes, I am your target market. Please market to me. I am in the. I am looking at garden furniture sets. So obviously, you need to get more of those. And when they just bought a garden furniture set, they're basically saying, "I'm doing up my house and doing up my garden. I quite like to buy other stuff." They are the two absolute trigger points that we would go and aggressively. Well, not aggressively. We would email a lot more mm. frequently. And aside from that, there's the, there's the key sale period around the seasonalities. You know. Mm. But it's like those those three massive points. So, you know, if you can't, if you get the email address, it just turbocharges everything else. There's something you said before, actually, which I think may might have been slightly misleading. You know, when you try to come up with an analogy for the cake, mm. which I don't know. I'm sorry, you have to work on that. I don't think that was that good. It was amazing. But you said, you said that there were certain people who will only convert via email or people that will only convert via the phone call mm. I, d I actually disagree with that because you know it's actually it's one person 
that touches all of your channels in most cases. Mm. They don't, you, don't, you don't get somebody exclusively only going through social um, or exclusively only going through your Google campaigns. You get one person that starts the journey in various different places that then touches lots of your different channels, but email is the glue that holds it all together. And it's the thing that flushes out the almost bias. Maybe you kind of think about you, if you think about one. Yeah, of those, you need to have a better analogy. Well, if you think about one of those slices, like maybe the red converts just from landing on the page, but then the blue, they're the people that need an email, land on your page, and follow up. You know, like there's there's different modalities. Well, I think you had it. You you had. I think you had a you had a graph. Obviously, we can't show you a graph, but you did you did have this like. Um, this like this tiny little circle that was like I think you know it's like the three percent of people that convert mm. a tiny little circle and then outside of that like a little p and then outside of that you had a much bigger circle which is which is you know the prospects that mm. that could that could or should have bought that would have done if we'd had a bit of a nudge and that, that's where the opportunity is and it's a much bigger circle that sits around your little tiny p mm. of three percent conversion rate and it's all those other people that ultimately went on went on and probably bought from somebody else some of them will have come on and, and, and never bought from anyone mm. everywhere any at any time but some of them will have come onto your site and bought from somebody else you know and it's 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 that you know when you're buying a gut like if you're buying a big piece of furniture for your house you know, you're looking at so many stores so quickly all over the place you've got clue which one you looked at i don't even remember no so and that's the trouble that's the trouble with people people think that someone's done someone's done some research on on a sofa two a month ago that and you think this as as a buyer you think oh i did some research on that two months ago and then you come back and make the sale when you actually make the sale you go right from the beginning to the end of the sale pretty much when you've decided to make the decision and it almost is relevant what kind of research you did a month ago because you don't remember it, you cannot do the sale again, mm. and therefore the only chance you've got of influencing that sale is by being in the, in mind for that person three or four times on the email. By the time they come to that, go well. I really know that customer now because I've seen them so many times. It's almost like they're a friend, and I'm going to go buy from a yeah. friend. And there's the trigger. You're, like there's that little trigger point, isn't there? Mm. You know, so. We often find that you know there's a job to be done, which is like you know I want to, let's say it's let's say it's clothing. There's a job, you know I want I want to I want to look I want to improve a wardrobe, mm. um, and then but then there's a trigger, which is oh it's a job interview. Oh there's a wedding next weekend, and if it's for the home, you know the trigger might be oh I've got I've got you know I've got the I've got I, I want to do a part I'm going to want to do a party or mm. the in laws coming around or you know we're doing a barbecue or whatever. There's a trigger. And so you've got to be in the mind. You've got to be in the mind, people. Mm. But the most most important thing is is getting that email address first of all, and then and then and then being in their minds, trying to start a conversation with them. Mm. You know, metaphorically, you know, to do it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a massive, it's a massive, massive one for us. Yeah. And I say there's a couple of big points there. Anything else you want to add? You're talking. I know you were talking about what chatbots before. Yeah, I, I think I think the, about the, the 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 most important thing is to make sure you're split testing. 
make sure you're, you're, you're trying to get your data capture rate up and it will just make your business work. It, it will make such a difference to it. And, and, mm-hmm. and so I think there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of takeaways from this podcast and people can go and use that. And you should be in a much better position if you implement the stuff. Um, uh, I mean, you know, if you're interested in going deeper on this, then come and work with us because this is one thing we're really good at. I'm actually doing for the uh, implementation program, level two program tomorrow, I'm going to do um, a deep dive on email capture. I'm going to go into the different split tests we've run and things like that. So, yeah, it's a big topic, but, uh, you cool. know, I think from what we talked about, you should be able to do a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Go. First thing you do is check how many emails you're getting each month yeah. in comparison to your new, your new, your new users. Yeah, correct. Correct. You know, see what, see what your percentage is. And, you, and I bet you'll be nowhere near the benchmark we've given you, which is 10%. No. You know when particularly if you've got high average order value it's even harder it's even harder the higher mm. the, 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 the weird thing is that the higher their average order value the more important is to capture the email address and the least Actually, likely that, 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 that they want to give you the email yeah. address. I don't know I don't know because if the, if the average order value is too low the, you know it's not a considered purchase there's no way they're going to give their email like gifting is quite difficult yeah it's because yeah, you, like you want to solve the, selling the sweets who wants yeah to they're, not, they're not going to you know but, yeah, if you're buying a gift for somebody, mm. you know they don't necessarily want to give you your email, so you have to be more creative. So you do you do the wizards and you do the mm. buyers guides and you do the kind of personalised, you know, things like that because they, you know, they're not they're not they don't want to sign up for a newsletter if they buy they want to buy a bloody present that's going to arrive. The anxiety is different. Yeah, you know, so yeah, so important, so very important. Anyway, let's wrap that up, Ian. All right, it must be late now, and I'll speak Indeed. to you. Uh, is, speak yeah. to you all next time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Yes.